Welcome to this new Pulse Life. My name is Bridget McGuigan. Almost everyone in the United States, in New York, and in our town of New Pulse knows someone diagnosed with ASD, or Autism Spectrum Disorder. However, what is it like to live with someone who is affected by this disorder? What does caring for an autistic individual entail? And what effect does it have on the individual and their family? We now turn to Kat Gertis, who has a close and somewhat unique relationship to autism. Jackie and Joe Gertis are the parents of three children. One of those children is me. The other two are my fraternal twin brothers, Harry and Alex. Although raising me wasn't exactly a walk in the park, my parents had a bit more of a challenge raising my brothers. They weren't sitting up when they should. They weren't uh, talking when they should. And then when they hit three and they still weren't talking, we said, okay, there's something else going on here. And so my mother decided to do some research. So sent Dad to the library to get me a book on autism because that was my suspicion. And, um, and it, was, <laughs> it was a good suspicion. Harry fit the classic description of autism. But Alex, I said, okay, well, he's not autistic, but he's hitting so many of these criteria, but not all of them. What is he? Alex, it turned out, has pervasive developmental disorder not otherwise specified, which falls on the autism spectrum as well. Once Jackie and Joe got the official diagnosis for the boys, they immediately worked to get them into a young autism program. Everything was a challenge with them because of their fears. Their fears of anything new, anything out of their typical day-to-day routine. They hated change. And what was hard is for my typical child, you, to do anything, any after-school activity, any, um, you know, just to do anything with you, to have to drag your brothers there, it really stunted you being able to, you know, do fun things in your life. Unless I got some other kind parent to take you to things, it was it was really hard to bring you other places, and that that really bothered me. I did do stuff though. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you did, but but I couldn't do them with you, and and that really hurt. I wanted to share those things with you. I had one typical child that I could do fun things with. But because I didn't have just one autistic kid, I had two. I was stuck home with them. So I just... <sighs> it just sucked. It did. It just sucked. Yeah. <laughs> I have to admit, it kind of did suck. However... I don't resent my brothers for missing anything as a child. It was just as hard for them to try and control their behaviors as it was for me, my mom, or my dad to try and control them. One of the things that was difficult was when you'd be out in public, and especially your brother Harry, he would have some sort of behavior, and it usually involved a high-pitched noise, his screeching, and, um, and the negative responses you get from strangers who didn't understand and that was hurtful. Like that at the zoo. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Was that human? Oh, I thought a monkey escaped the zoo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, people can be quite um, nasty. For people that don't know any autistic children, 
the biggest thing is that they're not just kids that are misbehaving or they're spoiled because they look typical. People don't realize that. I hope that as the years go on, more people will grow to be understanding when they see an affected individual having an episode in public. After all, 1 in 68 children are now diagnosed with autism. It's hard not to know someone affected by it. But even if you do, that doesn't mean you're going to know how another individual is going to behave, because people affected by autism are just that, people. All individuals are different, and all individuals are going to react to things, learn things, and deal with things in their own specific way. For instance... Although they're twins raised in the same household by parents with the same training, Harry and Alex are affected by autism in very different ways. I love Harry, but I can't have the relationship with Harry that I have with Alex. Harry is someone that I love and take care of. You try and share things with him, but it's hard to know if he really understands that. Whereas your brother Alex... He's easy to share stuff with so long as you're doing stuff you know that he likes. You know, I always say he, he makes me smile every day. I like to draw pictures. I also like to watch the TV and, the comp- and watch TV on the computer. Like my dad said, Alex will share as long as you're doing stuff you know he likes. Hey, uh, Mom? Yep? What time is it? Oh, good. He was a bit more interested in being on time for his 8 o'clock shower than doing this interview, to say the least. Alex is one of my best friends. He likes to wake me up early on Sundays to go get bagels with him. When I come home from college, he always has at least six episodes of Adventure Time saved on the DVR for us to binge watch. We like going to the movies, going bowling, getting 7-Eleven Slurpees, and Burger King every once in a while. I wish I could take Harry to more places, as do my mom and dad, but it's hard. Harry's an absolute angel when he's in a good mood, but you never know when he's going to snap. This made living with him extremely difficult. Even if he walked on eggshells and did everything to his liking 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, that didn't stop the several meltdowns he'd have daily. Although it was a difficult decision, in 2013 my parents decided to start trying to find a group home for Harry. When I did finally get him into a group home... I thought when I put him in that house and I drove away, I would be hysterical crying. And I wasn't. I didn't cry. I said, this is what he needs. This was so good for him. I couldn't do it for him anymore. And and look at, he comes home now and he's happy when he comes home. We enjoy his company when he's home. And I know he, he goes back to the house so willingly. He knows he needs to be there, that it's a, it, was, it was the right decision. The breaking point was one morning in which Harry was particularly on edge. He woke up while Alex and I were getting ready for high school, earlier than he usually did. I remember him walking up to me, and when I turned to walk away, he grabbed my hair and tried to attack me. Alex and I quickly rushed out of the house, and when I came home that day, I discovered his bad mood had only escalated after I left. It was so hard to call the police on your child, but I had to. For those who don't know what it's like living in a house with an individual like Harry, that might sound harsh. But after months and years of calling crisis hotlines, hiding behind closed doors, and not being able to get Harry into a suitable group home, there's a breaking point. And it's really the best thing my mom did for our family and for Harry. The police brought him to the hospital. They said he's not psychiatric, he's 
autistic. I'm like, yeah, but autism is in the psychiatric manual. It's, it is in the DSM-4. You have to take him because I can't care for him at home. And they're like, well, there's nothing physically wrong with him. He's in, he's, it's a hospital and, and we, we, you need to take him home. I said, I can't. It's not safe for the rest of my family. I can't take him home. Despite my mom still caring for two other children and my dad being a small business owner, they went to the hospital and stayed with Harry for hours almost every single day. Although it was a long and arduous point in our family's life, it's the only reason Harry's in the great place he's in now. So it's the only way he got on the crisis list. I mean, I know so many families now whose kids are beating them up. But they just, they haven't hit that wall yet where they'll call the police on them. But that's the only way you can get them in a group home. And that's, that's really, really sad. Harry didn't officially get into his group home until November of 2015. But ever since, I've seen the brother that I lost to increasing anxiety and violence slowly coming back to us. I think we ended up with a really good agency. We're in a house run by Life's Work. They're, instead of reactive, they're proactive. Like, before Harry moved in, before all the guys that were going into the home moved in, they met with all the families and discussed things. But um, having talked with us, they changed things in the house. They put the TVs recessed in the wall behind plexiglass so they wouldn't hit the TVs and break them. They changed all the windows in the house to safety glass. So again, they wouldn't break glass, mostly because of your brother, Harry. Um, they, they sheet rock, they were redoing the house. So they sheet rock the walls with three quarter inch sheet rock. So you can't punch a hole in the wall very easily because of Harry. Because of Harry. <laughs> <laughs> and we're really fortunate because there's a lot of group homes out there that just don't get it. You read about them in the paper, you know, ugly things like the staff were making, you know, two of the clients fight one another. I mean, that's horrible. And I know that's not going to happen with this group home. Raising children and adults with autism has had a huge impact on my parents' life. All the expectations that they had for raising a family definitely flew out the window once the boys were diagnosed. However, in many ways, it's changed them for the better. There are certain individuals in my life that once I had autistic kids, just we separated you could tell they weren't interested in a family that had issues. So, you know, we just stopped seeing one another. It wasn't a hurtful thing. It was just they couldn't handle it and we didn't have time for them. Um, so we drifted apart. I would have been very happy going through my life, not having any idea what autism was. But through it. I've met some of the best people, like friends, caregivers, people that work within the autistic community that have become friends that I would have never had if I hadn't had children with these disabilities. It's just nice to, to, to talk to somebody who's going through the same crap yeah. and, and, and hears you. And, and it's also nice to see other um, siblings love their brother or sister and rally around them and protect them knowing that you know this is this is good this is the right thing to do you know it it just puts the whole world in a new perspective and it makes me so much more um kind you know and accepting of everyone now there's just such a 
an innocence to them. You know? It's the sweetest people. Even if they're behaving. (laughs) Then it's not personal. It's... They don't have the communication. But they are there. They're so innocent. Mom and dad are the best. Because sometimes mom spoils me. Yeah, sometimes by making me... By making... Letting me... Stay home from, from program. Dad, I like him when he takes me to the workshop. I'm lucky to have them for parents. And I have the best sister also. Because he's, cause she is so sweet and cute and lovely. Having children with autism was a challenge, but it helped my mom and dad to grow as parents and as partners. It gave dad and I a common, a common goal. We actually got stronger together. Through everything. I mean, even through the adulthood. There were times we wouldn't agree, maybe, on doing, on how to do things. Um, But we always came together in the end. For me and your mom, it definitely put things in better perspective as far as what's important in life. I have to say, uh, going through all the training that I went through for learning applied behavioral analysis... I think the biggest thing I learned from it is is positive, is the you know to be positive about everything. Negative doesn't do you any good anyway. Just try your best. Break things down to small increments if you can't handle it, just like ABA, and do a little thing at a time. But just try to be positive about everything. It makes life so much more pleasant. It makes you more pleasant which in turn makes everybody else around you happier and it just cuts down on stress it's just it's such a better way of living is is being positive i love you so much mom you inspire me every day (laughs) i hope you know that i don't (laughs) (laughs) it's very sweet